What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Spilling the Beans, where we believe that as we have real and authentic conversations, the most wisdom comes out. As we spill the beans together, we see vulnerability, we see truth, we see real life occur. I'm your host, Sabina Hogue. Let's spill these beans. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Spilling the Beans. I am joined here with one of my good friends, Hannah Bordelon, who I did make take the Enneagram test recently. What did the Enneagram tell you? What are you? I'm a three. Obviously, because she can <laughs> hang with me. And unless you can, if you can hang with me and not get so super mad at me really early on, it's typically you're an eight, you're a three, or a seven. Sevens <laughs> get mad at me too. Or you just don't tell me that you're mad at me. So I don't get mad easily. But when I do get mad, I share it. It's healthy, healthy. We love a we love a healthy three. <laughs> we really do. Unhealthy threes are the worst. I need to learn more about it because I don't know a lot about it. But it definitely like opened my eyes up to my personality on like things, certain things. Yeah. Once you get into the dark hole of it, it's just kind of a lot, and then you're just like questioning. You're like, I do this, and then you're like so into it that you're just like, how come I do some of these other types? things and then you're like oh wait we're all humans so maybe it's a human shared experience <laughs> or you start saying every time you do something well that explains my number that's why i'm this Shut up. every five minutes well i'm an eight so i mean obviously no well I'm, maybe i'm a three so obviously i did that that is Sabina all the time by the way Viewers. i don't often say i'm a three sometimes internally i'm like am i a three mainly because i'm successful so that's why but i think i'm also not a chameleon and i'm not that good at being a chameleon because i'm just kind of like this is what it is if you don't like it, it you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, I can't really blend into person. I can't blend into crowds. You, no, like you, with my personality, like I can't. No. I just, I'm just me, and I'm not very good at trying to blend. When I try to, like, oh, let me be sensitive and sweet for you, it just feels very disingenuous sometimes. But you need those people that aren't just gonna morph to the crowd and say what other people say. That's like, true. Like, I'm, I'm more like that. I'll be like, oh yeah. But Sabina's like, well, no, that's not what I meant. This is what I meant. And that's how you learn. Like, you need people like, to be assertive. Oh. Yeah, I'll be like, we're not doing that because I don't want to. But that's not what I meant. And I'm like, oh, okay. Or I'll be like, because I don't want to. <laughs> we're not doing that because I said so. Yeah, <laughs> me and our junior high small group, we're not doing that because it's dumb. It, amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, Han- me and Hannah lead a junior high small group. Last week, some girl tried to show us a picture of a male genitalia for no reason. Well, actually, we asked her to show us some of her drawings, and she said, well, there is this in it. And then I said, okay, we'll cover up. She goes, that's the whole picture. And I was like, well, that wasn't clear in what you just said. Me and handled it very well, though. I, on the other hand, was, like, my eyes got really big, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I mean, is there any? I mean, you have a whole book of, of options. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, and it was funny because there's like so many ages of kids. So some kids are like, "What is she talking?" <laughs> and some kids are like, <gasps> "And so it's just like it was definitely the range where it was definitely not like nobody does that in school for fun to like write on someone's paper. Like that was like these kids were like, <gasps> "What the heck?" You saw the innocence, which is really refreshing, honestly. Yeah, that part of it. It was refreshing, and then we talked about bullying and gossiping, and some girl was like, "What if she deserves it?" And I was like. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not how that works. I felt like I was confronting a little me, an unhealthy yeah. little me, and I was like, that's not how that happens. <laughs> oh, it was a mess. But anyway, we're going to dive kind of in because I can talk, with, me and Hannah talk all the time on the phone, so obviously we could probably talk for like three hours on this podcast, and you would just be like, why? Am I here? Yeah, why am I, why here? Am I here? So Hannah wanted to kind of talk about 
you know, culture, how do you, Christianity and culture, but also just like, how are you in the world, but not of the world? How do you navigate that? So she actually had more questions. We're kind of flipping it because normally I'm the one who's asking people like, what do you think about this? She wanted to ask me, which is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have too many questions, but I have some thoughts, open-ended, I don't know, just, just thoughts. Yeah. A lot of thoughts. And the first one, I don't know, I was just thinking about this recently, is how to be spiritually healthy and, like, socially healthy. So if you mm-hmm. have friends that aren't really into the whole church thing or maybe they don't believe at all and, like, how to handle them when they, I don't know, think what you're doing is silly or, I don't know, just keeping those connections genuine even though you're not on the same wavelength and trying to figure out how to get them on that wavelength. Yeah, Well, I think there's this awesome quote that's like, you are the sum total of your five closest friends. So it isn't bad to have, like, I had one of, when I worked at Starbucks, I had a girl, well, I guess she identifies now as a guy, but at the time she was a girl and then switched, I don't know. And so, like, that was one of my good friends at work. Like, we even hung out a few times after work, but that also wasn't somebody when I was, something was going on that I knew I was going to go share my heart with if it was really something personal or something I needed guidance. If I wanted to vent about something, I could tell her whatever. But, like, I wasn't going to go to her and be like, what do you think about this? Okay, well, she's not a believer. So her perspective is coming. It could be even good advice, but is it godly advice? Right. And you have to sift through that. So sometimes it's sifting through what they say, but you also have to remember that their motivation is coming from their own viewpoint. So I think it's hard, but I think it's like having those close people. But, I mean, Jesus hung out with sinners. Right. And he hung out with the people that people said that he shouldn't hang out with. So God's not calling us to isolate, like, us four no more, holy huddle, that's it. Like, these are my crew, and I only hang out with people who go to church. That's not what God says to do. But I also think that he had three close disciples who were his guys, and they believed the same thing as him. And he had people that were that he could not fall back on because Jesus was per- perfect and fully God and fully man, but he had people to encourage him, people to stand with him, and people to be there for him. And not he didn't just go to a center and be like, hey, what should I do about this? Like, or let, let me sit down with you. Like, for like long extended periods of time, travel with right. me. He was like, "No, these are my boys. Like I'm training them up." These like, are my boys. So I think it's just that balance where it's like, who's in your inner circle? Who's the closest to you? And are they good people? Are they to good people? To, yeah, are they good people to fall back on? Right. Oh, that was good, Bean. That was good. <laughs> I think that that is such like a. It's so refreshing to hear. I don't know. It's refreshing to hear because you can still have certain people in your life, but you just have to know who are you going to go to for certain things, who are you going to go to for advice, and who are you going to go to. Maybe they need you. Maybe God's putting them in your life because they need you. Maybe you'll be the reason they get saved. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like You never want to block anyone out of your life because they're, you know, they have different morals than you or different beliefs than you, but at the end of the day, you could end up like me, I could, I met Sabina, Sabina's teaching me, maybe I'll go and I'll teach somebody from what she taught me, like, it's a whole chain like, reaction, yeah. and I think that's such, like, an important part of it all. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, do you have people that are pulling you closer to God or pulling you away from God, and it's a majority, so it's like, just don't let your life be a tug of war where you're gonna lose, or you're caught in the middle, because right. then you're gonna feel that tension, like, you should have more people, you should be having more people pulling you in the way that you want to go, or the, that was the opposite way. Because it's a lot easier. Because it's a lot easier, and then it's a lot harder to fall back into bad things. But then guess what? You can grab somebody who's on the is going the opposite way, and there's more momentum to pull them into what you're doing. Because you're not getting stuck in the middle of it. That was a really good analogy. Thank you. 
I love tug of war, and that was just such a good. I love tug of war. I <sighs> have a great strategy about tug of war. I always, because it's all about pulling at the same time. So I'm always, if I'm not playing tug of war, I'm always like coaching them up. I'm like, you want to play tug what? of war? Yeah, we'll play at camp. So it'll be great. Y'all heard that? Camp tug of war. Sign up. Registration comes soon. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Do you have any other questions, thoughts about that? I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have questions. I just, like, there's so much to delve into with it, like, mm. in the whole grand scheme of things. And even for me, like, I go to LSU, so it's hard sometimes because I'm not in an environment of very much many like-minded people. Yeah. There's so many different pools of people, and sometimes it's very easy to get lost in that and trying to navigate where to even find those connections can be hard. But I think, I don't know, praying and God God will always bring, God will always bring those friends. You, you I prayed for Christian friends and then there was Bean, so. <laughs> that's she only got one because I'm too much to handle. <laughs> she didn't get any more. God was just like, I will give you one and it will be a lot. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Warning, I, when I laugh, I wheeze. choke and wheeze. So it's probably really loud on your phone right it's now. It's definitely the funniest it. part of like any conversation with Hannah is when she goes, <gasps> <laughs> that's how you know I think it's funny though, because I literally lose my breath. Yeah, it's literally actually, it makes you breath. feel way funnier than you really are. Because <laughs> you're just like, she's <laughs> dying over here. <laughs> I, it's my way. I don't know. It just happens every time I laugh. And that, the, and then people start doing it at me and they start wheezing at me. And then I start wheezing even louder <laughs> because I'm like, oh my goodness, you're wheezing. And it's just one big That was just like when we all went to this taco place, me and a few of our other friends. And literally, Hannah started wheezing. And then we all started wheezing in unison. <laughs> and the whole restaurant's looking at, Do you remember the whole restaurant's looking over at <laughs> Uh, and we, everyone's looking at us like we're all having an anxiety attack and really we're just all making fun of Hannah so yep. I don't think I even started that one either so. no she didn't I don't even know who did but it I yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> I do know who did <laughs> but we don't name drop on this podcast so no, I'm not we don't. Say it. no we don't we don't, don't name drop or curse which is hard for me because I'm in I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding I was about to say Bean is very very good at not having a potty mouth that is when I want to. When yeah. I want to have a potty mouth, I have a potty mouth. That's another thing we could talk about. It's just in culture, like, Cursing. certain norms. Like, I know for me, I'm so, and this is sad to say, but, like, potty words. <laughs> potty words. Potty words. Curse words. And, like, just normal cultural things that people do all the time that you, like, you don't even realize that you do or that other people around you do and they become so normal and then it's like that I don't need to do that I don't need a that's one of my biggest things is I do I struggle with the potty mouth and I struggle with just not even realizing that when I'm in the car I should probably not be listening to crazy rap Mm, junk when I good. could be listening to something that's filling me with the, the fulfilling things because what you put in is what you put out and if you put junk in you're yeah. gonna put junk out and it's true all of that's, I feel like, cultural. Because you wouldn't think, oh, I don't even, I can't even think of a song. Like a song that you even hear at a wedding even sometimes could be something that's probably not the best thing to listen to. Yeah. And it just morphs. Well, it's crazy because, like, our songs are literally just, like, when we're singing along to things, it's what, it's what we're declaring, like, over ourselves, you know? And it's, like, right. what we're thinking about. So it's, like, so someone thinketh, like, so they act, you know? And so it's, like... Okay, well, why are you sad all the time? Okay, well, are you always listening to sad music? That's me. I'm so guilty of that sometimes. Where I'm like, well, I'm freaking sad, so I'm just going to make myself even sadder. And then I just, like, get stuck in that place. 
But then it's also like, okay, well, what if I was listening to Christian music? And then if I'm at the gym, I can't listen to Christian music because it's just unbearable. So I listen right. to, like, sometimes uh, motivational playlists or, like, podcasts or sermons and stuff like that. And so it's like – and I'm not perfect at that because no, by no means. But I do have realized that when I'm feeling certain ways, it's usually prompted by the music I'm listening to. I can do a dive on what am I constantly listening to. Right. If I'm constantly listening to, like – Lana Del Rey or some edgy stuff or something. Lana Del Rey isn't edgy, but, like, some other stuff. You know, like, I'm going to feel, like, all those emotions that they're singing about. But if I'm listening to, like, what God says, I'm going to be more believing on what God says, even when I don't have faith, like, about what I'm going through. It's more likely I'll stand on it when I'm listening to that good music. (sighs) It's not even... That's facts. No, that was facts. It is facts. It is facts. And it's just, I don't know... Those are the type of things that the cultural, like, you have to realize. And those are things that I didn't realize for a long time. And just noticing them and putting effort into the little things has has helped me, has made me feel more fulfilled. Because little things add up. Like, yeah. they matter just as much as the big things. Listening, what you listen to is pretty important in the grand scheme of things. And it plays into your mood and your day. So it's important. I yeah think. and so it's just like yeah it is it's literally so crucial so it's like what are you majority spending your life doing like or focusing right. on because you're gearing you're, you're directing all your energy and your thoughts that way and so it's like that's probably why people fast because you're supposed to be cutting out like it's not it's like because we, we just got done with like 21 days of prayer and fasting i didn't fast so i'm not even claiming i did I said I was going I to. I said I was going to, and then I was like, "Well, I'm already lamenting. I'm already in a really weird mood, so no. <laughs> I'm already sad, so why do I have to fast? Because I already feel very broken before the Lord. So I kind of feel pretty good right now. I was kind of like, I feel like I can't get have any more comfort taken away because I will lose it. Not gonna lie, that is how I felt in a sense. I, I was like, Hannah, you need to give up Instagram or you need to give up something that will legitimately be such a challenge, <laughs> such a challenge. And I, then I, I rerouted my mind and I, I said, okay, we're going to take baby steps. <laughs> we're going to give up Reese's Cups because I have a severe addiction to Reese's Cups. Like, it is a problem. I, I crave them like people, like like I'm pregnant. Like, I crave them. She's not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Just, just saying. <laughs> but I, I crave them like crazy. And I'll, I'll baby steps. Next time, I'm going to jump a little more. But Reese's Cups, and I gave up breakfast. But that's all. That wasn't too hard. But... I mean, I know. I think it's also the fact that everyone was doing it at the same time that really frustrates me too. Me too. Because like, I feel I'm, like it's on my own. Because I then journey. I feel like I'm just following along. I'm like, did God even tell me to fast right now? Just because the whole church is <laughs> doesn't mean that I have to be. <laughs> There's me. That maybe that is why I'm an eight because I can't. I hate structures. Conformity. Like, so I'm like, you do not that. like conformity. No, I'd rather. At all. Well, I also okay, but I also think that like God is so gracious that He's not like, oh, you have to fast. But I also think that. It, there was a, I also think that there was a lot of big things I had to go seek God for. And so I think it was one of those things where it's like, okay, maybe maybe things would have done a little differently. But I also did have a lot of breakthrough that came from being a lot of those worship things. But I also, you know, I don't think God's like this God that's like, hey, I want to make you miserable. Like, hey, for like I, I delight in your misery. Like, I don't think he's like that, you know? And I so agree. I think... I think in those senses where God is near to us as the brokenhearted. I mean, if you had a kid who was sad, like if you're, if you, or like your friend's sad, 
you're not going to be like, oh, well, you know what you should do? You should just throw your phone away because you're depressed right now or because you're heartbroken. <laughs> like, you go get them some freaking ice cream, wouldn't you? You would go, you would go be like, hey, let's watch a fun movie together. Like, you wouldn't go do that. And I don't, and I, but I think there are times of that, like, even in our friendships where we're like, hey, that's not healthy what you're doing. You need to do this. Or, hey, right. I think this would be a better thing. So I think there's different approaches in different seasons. And I think in the season of life I was seasons, in, seasons. God was just like, Go get some ice cream. <laughs> like, right. you know, it's on me, literally, because I own everything. <laughs> right. No, I like that point, though. When you think about it, everybody's in a different season of their life. Some people are in a suffering season and a growing and a learning season. Everybody's in a different season. Yeah. So suffering. maybe, you know, fasting or that's not what, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not what you should be doing in your season. And I think that learning what season you're in is one of the most important things like that has been my biggest challenge right now in my life is is seasons like me and Sweden were saying that word gives us like like the word season gives me the chills like just understanding my season and what I'm supposed to be doing yeah I think that's the thing is that unless you know the season you're in you're lost right because it's like if you don't know what winter's like and you're stuck in a winter season like not spiritually but like think literally if you've never seen winter and you go outside and there's freaking snow, you're like, what the heck is going on? Why is it so cold? Like, I don't even know. Like, it, you'd be so confused on what to do. You, okay, I need to stay warm. I need to do this. Like, I need to do this stuff. You'd be so confused and you'd miss what you'd really need to do in that season. Right. But, like, when you recognize, okay, this is where God has me. Like, me and Hannah, we're both in a season of singleness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we said it at the same time. But, like... The important, the cool thing about being single is that there is, that God has other things for you to do in that season that if you had a boyfriend you would not be or doing. a fiance or a spouse, whatever, you wouldn't be doing those things. And like, I know for me, I can't even think of trying to bring someone into my world unless they were so like right into my world with just how crazy it is. Like, right. I don't, I barely have time for like to take me out on my own date. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like, slacking on loving on myself because I'm just, like, so busy doing oh, other wow. things. And so I couldn't even – because, like, if I can't – if I if I'm struggling in friendships, what makes me think that I'd be sh- thriving in a relationship if I'm struggling with some of my friends and I'm having to make that effort? Right. You got to get right with yourself before you can even consider being with somebody else. And that's one of the biggest things I've even had to realize. I can't be with someone else until I – yeah. grow in my own season and there's so many things that I need to learn in singleness before I can even consider being with someone else but that's that's a good step be realizing that though yeah. realizing that you want to give when you are with someone you want to give them at all what they deserve yeah what they deserve and if you're not ready to do that then singleness is the place you gotta be yeah and it's like and it's not even a punishment and the whole point is that it's a season like I know someone said like I know someone did an analogy of if okay so you get married even if you get married late at 30 but you stay with them till you're 80 you spent 50 years of your life with someone versus and you spent 30 years of your life single like majority if your majority of your life is spent with someone else and this season is so short so it's like what are you doing and then it's like if your life like i like when people are like your life should be where you want it to be so when when someone comes in it's just like it's not an ad but it's like okay well i was good without you and you coming in is an addition it's like yay like Right, we get to do this together now. Yeah. It's just like when you make a really good food and then someone's like, I brought ice cream. You're like, this is great. Oh, the cherry on top. The food was good. I didn't need the ice cream. But the ice cream was great. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? The food was good. But that ice cream was great. 
<laughs> well, I'm just saying, like the food, like the food is what sustains you. The food is right. like you don't necessarily you don't need the ice cream to live. Right. Which you is gotta true. Fill, you got to fill the void. You can't fill the void with anything other than God, or your relationship's not yeah. going to be where it needs to be. Well, the dessert's the side. Like it's the right. extra. It's not the need, and that's like why you don't always get dessert with at restaurants because you right. don't always need it. Right. But you need to eat a real dinner. Or you're going to starve. Like, you're going to get sick. That's a good point. This is a, wait. <laughs> wait, yes. Thought. Okay, said, because you maybe have the same thoughts as me. Yeah. But, well, t- tell me if you don't. But, like, I mean, that's a good example because think about the people who are right with themselves and they're skipping straight to dessert. So they're dating someone and they're miserable and their relationship's not healthy and it's not sick because they're not getting the proper nutrients because all they're doing is eating ice cream. When they're supposed to be, they don't have good friends, they don't have a good relationship with themselves, they don't have a good relationship with God, and they don't even know what they want to do, yet they're like, I'm going to bring someone into this mess, and I'm not even going to pay attention to those things, I'm just going to pay attention to them. What makes you think you're going to be in a healthy place or a healthy relationship when all you're doing is literally eating ice cream, basically? You're not. And And ice cream's not bad. It's not, not even a little bit. And then you could you could get to a point where maybe someone was supposed to be in your life and then it becomes chaos when it shouldn't have been. And then you can cause other problems that would have been unnecessary or not needed. Yeah. So, I don't know. Realizing your season, so important. I feel like I've so talked important. about relationships so much on my podcast already. <laughs> Just moving along. I'm kidding. <laughs> Next topic. Next. This might be the longest one we do. We'll only go for a few more minutes. We're at 21. Oh, I forgot we could see on there. Yeah, it's been going by so fast. You probably all didn't notice either. <laughs> yeah. I hope you didn't notice. I hope this was enjoyable for you to listen to. <laughs> yeah, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's like a miniature. Like just now it's miniature. It just falls out of my mouth. Don't even get me started. Yeah. And I think that's the cool thing is I think like when you're in a certain season that you have to grasp what's in that season. And so you're always you're either in a season of planting or harvesting, and I think the seeds that you plant in your time of singleness, you really reap them in your time of dating or an engagement and being with someone. So it's like, are you sowing those seeds of accountability? Like if you can't even be accountable to your friends, which means basically telling them what's going on, how are you expected to be able to tell the person who's supposed to know everything about you, right. like when y'all are married? What's going on if you don't even know how to do that with friends? Friends. Like, friends. And I mean good friends. I don't mean, like, just yeah. uh, anybody on the street. Like, I mean someone who loves you and someone who cares about you. But, like, you know, that's – I think that's a good thing. Okay, well, are you financially stable right now? I mean, I can get way better at that because I don't have to pay a bunch of bills right now. Sometimes I spend a bunch of money. Like, I just spent $50 at Sam's. Why? Because I don't know. I just really wanted some protein bars, and then I thought Gatorade, and then I was, like, pimple patches, and then I was, like <laughs> – and then I saw these I saw these chips that had protein in them. And so I was like, this sounds like it. So I bought $50 worth of random stuff. Side note, um, let's appreciate the fact that she bought protein bars, food, and necessities. I thought you were going to say I just spent $50 on a bunch of clothes. At least you bought things that are necessities. Yeah, but I wish we would have bought clothes because they last longer. Bean, you need food to survive. <laughs> yeah, so but I least. have food. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I have food. That's the issue. But at least that you're you're spending money on things that aren't, you know. Yeah, well, the amount of money I spend on energy drinks a month is probably ridiculous. So, well, it's, you know, it's my secret addiction. It's not really that much of a secret <laughs> my anymore. Secret addiction. Anyway. Yeah, it's been ta- it's on the podcast. No longer secret. Well, no, but if you see me, there's like photos of me in public places with them, like. <laughs> Well, half of my photos from Women's Night were me holding my Celsius. And I was like, mm. I didn't even notice. 
It's they good. didn't even notice. It's good. They didn't even notice. I shout out to Celsius. They don't sponsor me, which they should. <laughs> I've I've applied twice to their sponsorship. <laughs> Cause they DM'd me. It's not like I just did it random. They DM'd me and then I get, they don't ever tell me why that rejected. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. That's so. Funny. <laughs> I can see Sabina on there. Please answer me. Which that is frustrating if they DM'd you first and then they didn't respond to you after. Well, they didn't tell me if I didn't get it or not, so it's just like I just replied. That's frustrating. <laughs> well, it's just kind of like I if I could get Celsius for free. Oh, why wouldn't goodness. I? Because yes. I would be saving probably like 50 to 60 bucks a month, which is ridiculous how much energy drinks I'm drinking. That is ridiculous. But yeah. Hey. That might be the next thing I do. If I really want to trust God, I'd cut caffeine out. I'd probably need to go hide in like a cave though, because I think people would hate my, me for like a while. <laughs> like in a cave. I'd probably have to go like in hibernation. I'd probably just be sleeping. I know a friend who cut up caffeine just for like a day because they had a procedure and they like were throwing up. It and I was happens. like, I was like, Mm. You can start shaking, headaches. A lot of people get the sweat and chills. Like it's that, a whole I thing. get that throughout the day when I don't have caffeine. Oh, <laughs> that is an addiction, folks. <laughs> Sweats, chills, headache, nausea. Uh, not all that, but like I don't know. I just like my brain to feel. I like my body to feel as fast as my brain feels at times. And so when my body feels tired, I'm like, ah, catch up, catch up. Or if my brain feels tired, I'm like. You better zoom, zoom, because my my internal spirit is going this fast. <laughs> like, why aren't you going as fast as I'm going? <laughs> and I'm just upset. And my body's like, six hours of sleep, and you've only dr- you've eaten nothing all day. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Take this kid- Celsius and go. <laughs> I've never tried a Celsius before. Don't. No, I'm not. I don't do crack. caffeine. Just doesn't work for me. I don't know. I've tried to drink coffee like once or twice. And it just doesn't do anything. I feel the exact same. I wish I never started. <laughs> I just feel like I can't stop. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. It's really not that bad. At least. Y'all can't see my face though. Maybe. At least it's caffeine. There's a lot of other addictions in the world that are worse. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I'm just addicted to personality. <laughs> it's not because I'm an eight, but eights are known to have addicted personality. So I guess I it really is. need to read more on these anagrams. Yeah. So you do. But this is a perfect spot to end. Thank you for hopping on to this week's episode of Spilling the Beans. Obviously, I have not recorded an episode in a while, so we will be picking that back up, rolling with it. So expect some new content. Expect some fun solo episodes. And remember to like and subscribe because it helps us. Also, if you want to know more information about Spilling the Beans, you can follow my personal Instagram, Sabina Hogue where I post content, sometimes I ask questions. And also, if you have a question or you want to be on it, please feel free to DM me on there. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Spilling the Beans. If you liked what you heard, please review us and subscribe. Also, share this with your friends. If you want to know more information about Spilling the Beans, you can follow me on my Instagram at Sabina Hogue. See y'all next time.